Welcome to the weekly spotlight from Diversity in Apps. My name is Kabir Seth. Thanks for joining us this week. And as many of you know, on the weekly spotlight, what we like to do is highlight a few articles from our weekly newsletter, give you a brief synopsis of what the article's about, maybe share an opinion or another story that relates to the article and hopefully entice you to, to read the whole thing and go out there and share it. We also love having people on from the uh, the children's media industry. Last week we had our first guest from the Cooney Center, Brianna Pressy, was on uh, last week. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, you definitely should uh, learn about all the great things that they're they're doing. This week, unfortunately, you're not so lucky. Um, we, we do not have a guest this week. We will definitely have one next week, um, which I'm very excited about. So let's get right to the articles. So the first article this week is from Vox.com, and it talks about the recent uh, controversy surrounding the uh, musical Hamilton, which did some casting calls this week. And in the note um, that basically you know uh, dealt with the casting calls, they put specifically in there that they were looking for non-white actors. Um, and obviously, if, if you know anything about Hamilton, um, nearly all the actors in the show are, um, are black. So um, this caused some controversy on Twitter um, because that's what the internet likes to do. But um, the, the biggest uh, concern that came out was from the actor... Equity Association, which is basically the union for um, actors on Broadway, and they requested uh, Hamilton to change the language of um, of the casting call. And the reason they did this was because um, the way a casting call needs to go out is to specifically say, basically, what it can say is any actor can try out for this part. Um, but the casting call can specifically say the character itself, as written, is a certain race. So um, where the controversy basically came out is a lot of uh, casting calls do say that. Um, they, they go out for a casting call and it says in their character is Caucasian. And um, the reason I really like this article is because it went into some of the history of... Um, and, and controversy that's kind of gone on with, with Broadway casting, specifically around Miss Saigon. Um, so I didn't know a lot of this. I had seen Miss Saigon probably, I don't know, a long, a long, long time ago. And the uh, Miss Saigon started in London and actually um, then was, was brought over to New York. It, it had like $22 million of pre-ticket sales. So, you know, before the show had even opened, it already sold $22 million, which was a record for Broadway, and the controversy controversy came about because the French Vietnamese engineer in um, in the musical, obviously one of the main characters, was played by a white character in London, a white actor, Jonathan Price, um, very well known actor, and so the Actors Equity Association at the time basically said that you know you can't. Um, you can't just simply give the part to Jonathan Price again. You have to do an open 
casting call and you know there was a strong concern that you know Jonathan Price basically was wearing prosthetics and he um, he was in yellow face and so you know understandably there were there was some concern and what happened was the producer of the show basically threatened to close the show and not um, not allow um, if they wouldn't allow Jonathan Price to basically get the role then he would close it and and nobody in New York would would see the show and the um, the union eventually folded they they attempted to to stay strong as the article kind of goes through which you guys should check out um, but they eventually folded and so this kind of um, sits like 25 years later sort of still sits over um, Broadway and this idea that and that's sort of how they came up with the um, non they sort of came up with this idea of saying that any actor regardless of how the character is written can apply for the role which is where Hamilton ran into this problem of saying you know we're only looking for non-white um, actors they basically had to say that anybody can apply for this role but or audition for the role but you know where the character as written is black so um, it was really fascinating it's very interesting and what you know equity has said is that you know this has been an effective tool for getting more um, not white non-white actors into Broadway obviously there's been some pushback 80% of all actors in um, on Broadway shows are are white so th- there's still a, a long way to go but um, a really interesting article that didn't just talk about the controversy sort of talks about the the history of um, you know everything that's that sort of led up to this point and the concern that a lot of actors on Broadway have with with equity so definitely um, definitely check that one out the second article in uh, in our newsletter that I want to talk about was from our friends at Lee and Lowe um, they are a publisher um, they do a, a ton of books they have a ton of imprints um, and are very very focused on um, on diversity and specifically diverse books and um, what they talked about and the reason this this caught my eye was five things there basically it's a, a list of five things to consider when putting together a diverse a diversity panel and a few months ago uh, diversity and apps put on um, a C, uh, a panel with our friends at the Children's Media Association focused specifically on uh, diversity and inclusion within Children's Media Association. So um, I was really, you know, this article caught our eye and it caught my eye. And, and the five things that they go through are um, are great. Each one of them is sort of um, important. Obviously, there you should you should check all of them out. The two that I really wanted to um, to discuss are the two that I thought were really um, interesting and and uh, the ones that made me think the most was the first one was about the panel itself are the people who are on your panel so the people that are making up your diversity panel are they on any other programming in the conference that that you're at and the reason i really liked this question was um it it actually made me remember something that a few months ago i had been talking to a friend um about mindy kaling mindy kaling is a showrunner for the Mindy Project. Um, it's a show, used to be on Fox, now it's on Hulu. Um, and she's Indian American. She's probably the, I, I'm positive she's the first Indian American female showrunner 
on a network show probably in, in history. Um, and I was talking to a friend that, you know, sometimes it, it bothered me that um, she wasn't more vocal about the fact that she was such a trailblazer and that what she was doing that, you know, there, I don't even know how many Indian American showrunners there are. I, they're, they're not coming to my head. She sort of is, is the only one that I know of. And I just was talking to my friend and asking her, you know, why doesn't she talk about that more? The fact that, you know, what she's doing is just historic. And, uh, my friend told me that she, she had actually, Mindy had been asked about this before that, you know, you don't usually talk about that. And she sort of said, um, that, you know, when I'm asked about that, or when I'm asked to, um, to sit on a panel about that, that is time that a male showrunner gets to talk about their work and they don't talk about this. And it's not that, you know, when you're on a diversity panel, you don't get to talk about your work, but that isn't the sole purpose or that isn't the, the focus of why you're on the panel and what you're talking about. So what Lee and Lowe was basically saying was, are you putting this diversity panel on with this diverse group of people and then they aren't part of anything else that you're doing in this conference? And, you know, that was sort of what Mindy Kaling was saying was, you know, I'm going to go sit on this panel and then another uh, showrunner gets to actually talk about their work. So um, that sort of leads to one of the questions that uh, Lee and Lowe asked in there is, do you really need a diverse diversity panel? Which I thought was great. Um, and the reason they asked this is, um, you know, is there a specific thing that you're focused on? And, um, you know, in 2016, we should be past the point of diversity 101 the people who are at the conference um, are likely allies to this idea they understand the importance of diversity so unless you come in with a very specific topic um, you know you may not be um, really advancing the the agenda so to speak so um, you know the first point sort of leads to the to the second one do you need it and so um, that's kind of why um, I really en enjoyed those those two points. All five, like I mentioned, are are really great. So definitely check check that one out as well. And that brings us to our last article that I want to talk about this week, which is actually in Fortune, um, and it talks about Goldie Blocks and specifically um, the founder Debbie Sterling um, founded the company about five years ago on on Kickstarter and. Um, she mentions in the article that early on there was some um, concern. And for those of you who don't know who Goldie, what Goldie Blocks is, basically uh, Debbie Sterling started it um, because she couldn't find any toys or she felt like there were no toys in the marketplace that really um, were focused on bringing girls into STEM, into engineering um, specifically. So she launched this on Kickstarter about five years ago. It was very successful. And one of the, some of the feedback that she got was that, you know, this was again a white, blonde haired, blue eyed girl. And um, clearly that wasn't, you know, that was a minority of, um, of feedback that she got. They have done uh, very well. They were very successful. They had a Super Bowl ad um, this year. Um, they continued to sort of um, branch out into Amazon and Toys R Us. 
And um, which, what the article talks about is a, a few years ago, she was presenting to a California nonprofit that uh, is focused on getting girls into science and the arts, etc. And as she was sort of going through what Goldie Blocks is all about and sort of showing the main character, it was then that she realized how important um, the second character they, they had created called Ruby Rails, which is an Afri- African-American girl who's, um, if you know by the name, Ruby Rails is great at, at coding. And since then, they've introduced a Hispanic character, um, etc. And so um, the article really talks about how they're they're not just breaking ground on on getting girls into into engineering. You know, by introducing these new characters, they've done um, a, a really great job of of widening that that diversity that they've already um, that they already started with. And it, it talks a little bit more about how um, you know. Barbie has been embracing new shapes and races. Target has, of course, um, you know, gotten rid of um, specific labeling in the toy aisle. So, um, a really interesting article. Um, I love Goldie Blocks. I think they're doing um, great stuff. So it was it was good to see sort of an update of of where they were. So definitely check out uh, those three articles in our newsletter. We also have a good article from EdSurge.com and from one of the founders of We Need Diverse Books, which is sort of a, a biography of um, sort of the racism that she's faced throughout her life. So um, great articles this week. And of course, you can always, always get our articles during the week when we tweet them out. Um, just follow us at Diversity in Apps. You can sign up for our newsletter at our website, diversityinapps.com. If you would like to be on the show to talk about um, what you're doing in the children's media space, shoot us an email at diversityinapps at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. If you know someone who you think would be great to have on, um, definitely shoot us an email. We, we'd love to hear from you. That's going to do it for us this week. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you back here next week.